Thanks for tuning into the Tom Nicola podcast, the audio version of my written articles. Like my website, I don't load my content with advertisements, but I do want to mention a couple of things I personally offer. First, the Nicola newsletter. Each Thursday, I send out my latest blog post and a popular article from my archive, along with other valuable content I've come across the previous week. My subscribers love getting their newsletter because it contains more than my own articles. Of course, it's free. Just go to tomnicola.com slash subscribe. Second, when you're ready to get serious about your health and fitness and want an efficient and effective program to follow, join Vigor Training. You get access to all of my workout programs for just $29 per month. Learn more and join at tomnicola.com slash vigor. On to the article. Gym workout routines for beginners and intermediates, men and women. You joined a gym. The equipment looks amazing. The energy is off the chart. You're excited about the possibilities. You show up for your first workout and realize something important. You have no idea what to do. Or maybe that's not your story. Perhaps you've been showing up at your fitness center for months, but have finally admitted that you're not getting any results. You gravitate to the same cardio or strength equipment each workout, not because you think they're working for you, but because they're the only things you know how to do. You've started to wonder what a typical gym workout should be like. Is there a best workout routine? With all of the equipment available, how should you plan your workout anyway? This might come as a surprise, but you're not alone if you feel lost. Most people don't know what to do at the gym, even if they look like they do in their Lululemon or Under Armour apparel. In this article, I've shared the secrets to designing an effective exercise program, explained why strength training and not cardio should be your main focus, and provided a beginner and intermediate gym-based workout routine with sets, reps, and exercise videos. By the way, since you're listening to the uh, audio version of this, if you want to look at the actual workout, just go to the digital version, which is linked in the show notes. Uh, I'm not going to read through the actual workout itself, but the rest of the text will be relevant as you're listening to this. When you're ready to take your training to another level, consider joining Vigor Training, where you get access to a number of different training programs and the camaraderie of a Vigor Training membership community that keeps you motivated and on track with your goals. Why gym workouts are better than home-based exercise programs. For almost everyone, working out in a gym or fitness center is almost always better than working out at home. First, when you go to a gym, you get out of your home environment. You'll be out of reach of excuses, interruptions, and temptations that will keep you from getting your training sessions done. Second, the energy of being around other people focused on their fitness is infectious. A motivational quote poster and loud music are no match for the inspiration of being around other people doing the same thing you are. Third, most people don't have enough equipment to follow a complete strength training program. A solid home gym would have, at a minimum, an adjustable squat rack with pull-up attachment and safety bars, barbell and weight plates, a dumbbell set, adjustable bench, and cable attachment or tubing. Buying fancy gym equipment won't motivate you to do a workout. You need the motivation before you buy the equipment, or the fact that you don't use it will become an irritation, not a motivation. 
Some will read this or listen and think, if you need a gym, then why is Beachbody so popular? Home entertainment systems are easy to sell. They're just what the average person wants to hear. Move from the couch to the floor in front of your TV and follow this easy 30-minute routine. We've even included sexy models to keep your heart racing. People buy the programs, but that doesn't mean they work long-term. If you want to get and stay fit, be around fit people. They're at the fitness center. The first rule of vigor training. Before delving into the gym workout programs, I need to address one rule and five program design guidelines. I use this rule to determine whether or not to use or recommend an exercise, a nutrition choice, or a lifestyle habit. Like a smart investor who analyzes deals with the lens of don't lose money, I consider my recommendations with a similar rule. The first rule of vigor training, don't lose muscle. Muscle loss wreaks havoc on your metabolism and contributes to the myriad of health problems the average person faces today. Muscle stores carbohydrates, so you can eat some treats without them turning into a muffin top. Supports your skeleton, so that you can move with minimal effort into old age. Has a minor metabolic effect, so you burn a few more calories each day even while sitting still. Has a direct connection to bone density. So as you build muscle, you also enhance bone density and reduce the risk of osteoporosis and bone fractures. Has a direct impact on longevity as it provides a storage of amino acids used when dealing with sarcopenia and cachexia or degenerative diseases. Unfortunately, the standard approach to nutrition and exercise does the opposite. It causes muscle loss. You know the advice, eat a low calorie diet, do lots of cardio to, quote, burn fat, unquote, burn as many calories as possible when you work out. That's horrible advice. It's even worse when you add on today's popular low-protein diets like keto or a vegan diet. We'll keep the focus on exercise here as I've covered nutrition elsewhere. Here are a few articles to complement the strength training program below. You can read or listen to them. High-protein diets. What are the health benefits and risks? The ultimate guide to keto. Intermittent fasting and breakfast, what you need to know. 28 days, four weeks of fat loss. Muscle won't make you big and bulky. Most people think about big, bulky bodybuilders when they envision building muscle. That's not what I'm referring to. Unless you've got Serena Williams or Arnold Schwarzenegger's genetics, or you're using steroids, you won't get bulky no matter how hard you try. From an aesthetic standpoint, building muscle simply gives you shape to your arms and legs and a little bit of a taper to your torso, so your waist looks smaller than the rest of your upper body. The muscle you build makes your arms and legs more dense and firm, more than it makes them bigger. Note, one caveat is women with PCOS. They often have a higher level of testosterone and put on muscle easily. Exercise is still important, but they may need more cardio than others to maintain a healthy weight and body fat level. Muscle helps you get leaner faster and stay leaner longer. The nutrition, lifestyle, and exercise choices that help you build muscle also help you get leaner and healthier. This is especially true for beginners. During your first several months, you can build muscle and drop body fat at the same time. 
In fact, most people see a significant difference in how they look, feel, and perform by adopting just three habits, what I call the first three habits of vigorous health. As you'd expect, strength training is one of these three habits. If you want a copy of my ebook, The First Three Habits, just go to tomnicola.com and search for The First Three Habits. You'll be able to download that for free. Muscle is your quality of life investment account. You know you're supposed to build a financial nest egg as a young and middle-aged adult. So you have something to rely on in your later years. Your muscle tissue is your health and fitness nest egg. At a certain point in life, either because of age or due to disease, your body will become catabolic, meaning it'll break down muscle faster than you can build it. Once you reach a threshold of minimal muscle mass, your health significantly deteriorates. The more muscle you have when you begin this process, the longer you'll last before reaching that point of deteriorating health. Muscle mass is your quality of life investment account. The more you have, the more you can afford to lose later in life and still enjoy the same quality of life. Five principles of program design. Although other factors influence how I design ongoing programs, like Vigor Everyday Athlete and Vigor Strength Athlete, the following are five principles that guide my program design all the time. Number one, remain consistent long enough to make measurable progress. Somewhere, some amateur personal trainer came up with the idea that in order to be fit, you have to keep your body guessing. There's two reasons why a fitness professional would say something stupid like that. One, he or she wants you dependent on them. They know that if you believe your training has to change each session, you'll train with him or her forever because you'll never understand how to mix things up. Two, he or she doesn't understand the importance of progression. They think the key to fitness is simply to make you burn a bunch of calories and feel wiped out by the end of your session. You need to stick with the same routine long enough to make measurable improvements in strength. That's what builds muscle. I have Vigor training members follow the same weekly plan for anywhere from three to six weeks. By doing the same sessions you did the previous week, you can ensure you work harder the next week. You just need to use a little more weight or do a couple of extra reps per set. Two, change the program often enough to limit plateaus. Though you'll make progress following the same routine for a while, eventually you'll plateau. For example, you might add 10 to 20 pounds on your back squat for a few weeks, and then your progress slows significantly. It's about that time that your training plan should change. The longer you've been training, the slower your progress is from week to week as well. Beginners see a significant improvement as their coordination improves or they learn to use more of the muscle they already have. An experienced exerciser has to slowly build more muscle to gain strength as they already know how to use everything they have. I recommend following the same routine for three to six weeks and then changing exercises, sets, reps, etc. I design training pl plans with an annual calendar in mind. Then I divide the overarching training goals into three-month mesocycles and divide those into three to six-week training blocks. The training program below would be one of those blocks. Three. Use good form and full range of motion. A muscle is only as strong as its weakest point in the range of motion. Case in point, the bench press. 
I see a lot of people lower the bar only enough for their arms to reach a 90 degree angle, with the bar still high above their chest. They probably heard from a friend who heard from a friend who heard from a friend that you should never lower the bar below 90 degrees. That's bad advice. In everyday movement, you push and pull through a longer range of motion. If you push a lawnmower up a hill, hoist a box onto a shelf, or catch your son or daughter as they jump into your arms, you need strength through that full range of motion. Or another example, you should be able to squat with good form low enough that the crease in your hips is even with or just below your knees. However, most people stop even before getting halfway to a full squat. Then, when they have to jump, squat under something, or even sit down on the toilet, they have the stability and grace of a toddler trying to stand on a beach ball. 4. Minimize muscle loss by doing cardio conservatively. Strength training builds muscle. Cardio or endurance training contributes to muscle loss. Don't lose muscle. If you follow the program, you won't have to worry about getting your heart rate up. Most people can get significant cardiovascular benefits from strength training, so skip the cardio or endurance training unless it's absolutely necessary. For example, in Vigor ACFT, my Army Combat Fitness Test training program, I'll have soldiers run up to two and a half miles. That's because they have to complete a two-mile run as part of their test. Or in the Vigor Rags and Mud, I include some running because the program is prep for the Ragnar Run or Tough Mudder. Outside of circumstances like that, keep the endurance training to a minimum. 5. When possible, leverage competition for camaraderie. If you follow a training program with other people, you can compare your performances and use it as motivation. If you don't know what other people are doing, you won't understand what you're capable of. I use leaderboards and vigor training to help people see what others accomplish. When you have a growth mindset, it doesn't matter where you placed on the leaderboard. If you're low, you know you can do better because other people are doing better. If you're near the top, you know you'd better keep improving or others will catch you. It's never about winning. It's always about improving and encouraging others to as well. General guidelines for the training programs. All right, we're almost ready to jump into your gym workout program. Just to make sure we're speaking the same language and you know what you're doing when you get to the gym, I've outlined some terms you should know and guidelines to follow. Terms to remember. Prep work. Warm-up movements that improve joint range of motion or help engage muscle groups important to the upcoming workout. Time under tension. The time in seconds of each of the four parts of a movement designated by four numbers. An example, 2010. Eccentric, moving with gravity, such as lowering your body on the squat. The pause, the time between the eccentric and concentric movement. Concentric, moving against gravity. And the pause, the time between the concentric and eccentric movements. Sets, the number of times you perform a collection of reps. I use that to designate working sets and don't include warm-up sets in the program. You should do warm-up sets, it's just that when you're looking at the actual program, that's the number of working sets to be completed. Rest period, if noted. 
the time you use to recover between sets or exercises. Alternating sets. When two exercises are paired together and you perform a set of one exercise, rest, a set of the next exercise, rest, and then go back to the first exercise. Superset. When you perform one exercise and then another without resting. Rate of perceived exertion. A subjective measure of intensity measured on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is watching someone work out while you lay on the couch. 10 is an all-out intensity you can handle for up to 30 seconds. Workout log. Your journal of the exercises, sets, reps, and weight you used for your training session. It's important to track these so you know what you've done in the past and can attempt to exceed the reps or weight used from previous sessions. Vigor training members get access to a specific app that allows for this. To avoid repeating this for each day of your training session, keep the following in mind each time you show up at the gym. If you're coming in cold, like the first thing in the morning, take some extra time to walk on a treadmill or use an elliptical. It shouldn't feel like a workout. This is just a 5-10 to 10 minute warm-up to get the blood flowing at a comfortable pace. Always avoid static stretching before a training session. It compromises muscle strength and power. Train in a fasted state. Coffee is great, assuming it's black, but avoid calorie-containing food or supplements. I assume you're not a high-level athlete reading this, as you wouldn't be interested in a beginner or intermediate workout program if that was the case. You don't need carbs, protein, or even amino acids before or during your training sessions, contrary to what, what someone at your local supplement store might sell you. Do the prep work. You might look at some of the prep work exercises and think they're not necessary. You might be tempted to just jump right into your strength training. Don't do that. The prep works help, helps you unwind some postural issues and muscle weaknesses caused by everyday life. Unless otherwise noted, maintain a tempo of about 2-0-1-0. This should be a comfortable speed where you're always in control of the eccentric movement, but you don't have to put much thought into your tempo count. On something like back squats, your tempo might be closer to 3-0-1-0 or 3-0-2-0. Always in control of the bar, dumbbells or cable, but not rushed and not especially slow. Rest as needed between sets with rep targets of 6 or less. Rest 90 to 120 seconds between sets with rep targets of 6 to 15. Rest 60 to 90 seconds between sets with rep targets of 15 plus. Do one to three warm-up sets on the first movement of any major muscle group, like back, chest, legs. Most training sessions should take an hour or less. Keep track of your training sessions. Vigor training members log their sessions in their app so they can look back at what they've done before and make sure they improve upon it with their next training session. You could also use a note-taking app or go old school and use a notebook. The next couple of sections in this digital version of the article go through the actual uh, workouts themselves. You can just go to my website and search for beginner or intermediate workout routine and you'll find these workouts. I don't think you want to listen to me reading through exercises, sets, and reps one after another in this audio version. So I'm going to skip over the workouts themselves and jump down to the frequently asked questions section because even if you're not going to follow this program, there might be some tips in here that would be valuable for you as you listen to this audio version of my article. Frequently asked questions. Why do you use five rep sets for beginners? 
isn't a five rep set more for those who are doing max strength workouts? Isn't it better to do 12 rep sets? Most personal trainers have clients do 10 to 15 reps per set. However, most beginning clients can't do more than a handful of perfect reps before they fatigue. A beginner needs to practice perfect form and focus on building strength in that perfect movement first. Unfortunately, most people do over half of their set feeling fatigued and using poor form. They make their muscle and strength imbalances worse. I have beginners use five rep sets so they can focus on perfect form and so that they can see measurable increases in strength each week. Only after building a base of strength and proper form will I have them use higher rep sets. Why do you have beginners training four days per week? Isn't three days per week enough? Two reasons. First, training four days per week means you're exercising more days per week than you're not. In the long run, that's how you establish a habit of exercise. Second, I prefer to spread out the exercises over more days rather than cramming them into full body workouts you do a few times per week. I always like having beginners end their workouts feeling like they could do a little more, which keeps them coming back, rather than feeling beat down as though exercise is a punishment. For the beginner workout, you have legs every day. Isn't that too much? The beginner's gym routine is designed to train you in the fundamental or foundational movements used in intermediate and advanced programs. With the low volume each day, you're able to easily recover and train the next day. The leg exercises also have a significant impact on your body posture and overall mobility. It won't be too much for those who follow the training program as outlined. Can I use the beginner or intermediate gym workout for weight loss? Absolutely. When you follow a good strength training program like those above and adopt the diet and lifestyle choices I've included on this site, such as eating a higher protein diet, getting enough sleep, and at times taking advantage of the benefits of a ketogenic diet, you can get leaner and build muscle at the same time. With the low volume each day, you're able to easily recover and train again the next day. Do these programs work for both men and women? Absolutely. They're ideal for both genders. Don't I need to do more cardio to lose weight, burn fat, and protect my heart? No. If you follow the workouts, eat enough protein, get enough sleep, and keep your carbs in check, you'll lose weight without losing muscle. If you want to keep yourself healthy and lean long-term, spending hours each week on a cardio machine like a treadmill, elliptical bike, or running outdoors is not the answer. Do I need to do more ab exercises? No. You'll get plenty of core work with the prep work and as you, your core stabilizes you with the compound movements included in your program. To see your abs, you'll need to modify your diet. As I often say, abs are made in the kitchen. So are muffin tops. That concludes what I have in the online version of this article. Uh, as I mentioned, if you're interested in just following the beginner or intermediate workout routines that I have, I've included the sets, reps, exercises, uh, and even some videos for you to follow on the page itself. Or if you're more serious about getting started, of course, I'm a little biased, but I highly recommend that you check out Vigor Training at tomnicola.com slash vigor, V-I-G-O-R.